Hi, welcome to Nollywood Film Club. I am Mr. C of Roku Critic. I hope you're doing well. Um, Happy New Year if you're listening listening um, early into 2024. Um, We're still on break, actually, on Twitter, but I am still bringing you these... um, some of these uh, flashback episodes uh, this this week. Uh, very interesting conversa- conversation as well um, about a film that I think a lot of people like, and I would include uh, I, I would include us if I'm speaking for Mrs. C. Uh, Mrs. C is having a migraine in this one, so you will not hear her voice as much. Um, and from it's just I guess it's worth reminding that this is still the early part of the early concept of Nollywood Film Club, so there isn't a pushback and summary section. Um, usually you hear, um, I think when we start doing the bad, we sort of mix pushback and, you know, we do the bad and then everybody gets to just basically say whatever they want. Now it's been tidied up. However, it's not tidied up on here and also this is still early on in spaces uh so there's a i think there's a lot more hiccups than usual which is uh which is yeah which is an issue but um i think the still still good conversation um i'm just uh one of those ones that there's this one of those films that there's actually a lot to talk about so um the fun part starts from when everybody gets off gets out there good and bad i really enjoyed this conversation and i hope you enjoy nollywood <laughs> i hope you enjoy nollywood film club discussing sylvia So the main talk for today, despite despite Vanessa and Mrs. C's plans, is is actually to discuss the greatness (laughs) and my future baby mama. (laughs) That is Sylvia. (laughs) My life is in danger. My life is clearly in, in danger because Mr. C has decided to follow Sylvia. Baby mama, can you have a, can you have a spiritual baby mama? Mama, if you can have spiritual life, why can't you have a spirit children? Mama. I think we like children are bad enough for spiritual Yo, but be nice. Never stop like, crying. If like I, you finally fall asleep and the baby is still crying. No, but like if I need a hibiscus to go see them kids. <laughs> you best believe it. it's gonna be I'm gonna be a degenerate dad. Spiritual child support. How do you say that? Oh my god. All right. Uh, all right. <laughs> all right. Elizabeth's here. Uh, Sylvia is one of uh, Elizabeth's favorite movies, according to her. Um, so uh, I'm very curious to hear other things. Um, I've seen this, I think, well, we've seen this seen twice. twice yeah. I think we have two quite different, different experiences, yeah. which is why I kind of like film. Um, it's not even like anything particularly changed but uh 
it has been it's been very interesting to uh note note the difference. I mean, we changed our protagonist, and that changed yes. the experience of the film. Yes, we changed who we were rooting for, and all of a sudden, this this was something I I really really enjoyed. Yeah. <laughs> I think the first time was um was a bit it was it was more annoying annoying to me. Um, because uh, because of reasons I guess we'll get into, but this is um this is certainly one of the this is certainly one of those films that you absolutely should watch if you're a if you, if you're like being into if you like old Nollywood. I I'd say this Daniel or Daniel or Harry or Ariahi Ariahi that's one sorry Daniel Ariahi is um he's he's one of the people who is able to do old Nollywood for us today. I think he's the person who is carrying the flag. When I say old Nollywood, I'm talking about all the stories that we we say, hey, we need to hear some of these stories. Um mm-hmm. and not yeah, he's the one that's still doing them. He still does them. He does them a lot on Iroku Iroku TV. When we want to uh, the feminist is an exception. I was gonna say, like, just ignore <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> The feminist is an exception, but yeah. Hey, sorry, before are you guys very good? Like, hey, feel free to um join us as speakers up there. There's um there's a love in in, in sharing. There's plenty of room to speak. Yes, on. so come up, let's discuss. Anyway, yeah, you guys, what are you going to say? <laughs> I kind of liked them. It was kind of likable. It was not bad. It was okay. It was good. It did very well, you know? Ooh. Now. I love, yeah, I, love I love how Oyinka starts and then builds. <laughs> I kind of like, it was alright. It was good. It did very well. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I'm willing to talk about it, it means it was good. It was good. Okay. It was okay. There's no what problem. Like, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I mean, it was... Co- Compared to some of the movies that we've watched, oh yeah, there was at least competency. Well, there were competency in other movies. Don't let me do, do, do something, but like this one was pretty good. It was pretty okay. My cousin, I wish I didn't watch it with my cousin because he kept on yelling about the men being very bad actors, mm. and I knew him. Also, he kept on talking about the fact that if first Nigerian girls to cut their hair, I I, I don't know where that came from. I wanted him to shut up, but like I think Zainab's always on low cut, isn't she? Yeah, Zainab comes. Yeah, he has an issue with low cuts. Yeah. Mm. Something about low cut does not help people wedding grow their party. hair. Wasn't this long before wedding party? No, but wedding our uh, wedding party I think was twenty seventeen or twenty sixteen. Twenty seventeen. This is twenty eighteen. Mm. Okay. Like, now we can feminism wise we can pick this movie in two ways there could be an, a feminist argument for this movie and there could be a anti-feminist argument for this movie <laughs> that, that's going to be like a, All right, a, another okay. tangent like we did yes. alright let's let's actually start with the structure of, of what we usually do alright let's start with the good uh, Vanessa you still here yeah. I'm here Hi, you're Zena very quiet. Zena, Zena Balogwa has had her hair just okay. Like she, she came on the scene when she was doing like the talk show with Ebuka and Lamide. Her hair has always been that short, so yeah, that's what I thought. 
I don't know. Do not entertain my cousins there, stupid argument. Okay. <laughs> no. All right. Okay, let, let's start with the with, with the good stuff. Um Are we gonna start? No, 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 we always allow our guests to start. Okay. <laughs> All right. Van- Vanessa, you can go first and then okay. um a lot was good actually. Mm. Zainab's best performance. Good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like this is probably her best performance yet. Um, also, Chris Atos, I think he's 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 always played the really dark, dramatic interests. Had like a little bit of like variety in like the roles he's played, but like this is probably his best as well. Mm. At least, um, which is it's funny. Um, the girl who plays Howard, the one who was in Swallow. Mm. Oh, she was in Swallow. That's our yeah, Ijeoma. Yeah. Yes, yes. was very forgettable in this. Like, maybe it's everybody else, and maybe it's the fact that her role was really small, but like, everybody else seemed to be giving their acting chops, and she sort of disappears. Um, good things. Sorry, I'm speaking about good things. Um, I liked the story. Mm-hmm like the callback to old Nollywood and like the things about like a spiritual wife like we we even pre-old Nollywood like we've heard the whispers if you grew up in Nigeria you heard the whispers ah don't eat food in your dreams don't do that one in Mm. your dreams there's there was there was always something about a dreamscape and you know who we are in in our dreams versus like what we are when we wake up and what we do in those dreams and like the fact that it was like a fully fleshed out you know he he built this relationship throughout his childhood into his teenagers into his adulthood with this woman in his dream. Um, mm. I really appreciated the fact that in the dreamscape they kept Sylvia aged down. It wasn't until she came into um, the real world yeah. that she looked her age. Like she was always in those girly princess twelve-year-old mm-hmm. dresses, and like yeah. she looked very childlike. And it was mm-hmm. almost like, you know, he was growing up in the real world and was, yeah. she was not. Mm-hmm. And so I really, I really liked that, you know, contrast. The only time we saw the difference. And even then, like her dress was still the same in the dreamscape. The only time we saw a difference was, you know, when she was angry and that switch, yeah. that, that moment when she was yeah. like head down and then she raised her head up and like she had the full face of makeup on. Yes. That was mm-hmm. the only time we got like an inkling of her abandoning that childlike because mm-hmm. that their relationship was very childlike which is why mm-hmm. it was weird that she expected that they would do anything but it was like their relationship was very childlike it was a childlike friendship type situation and it's like that's why she was childlike with him as well um what else did i really like um I liked the the his the location of their house, the house he ended up with his wife in. I really liked how it looked. It looked like a typical Nigerian, you know, young couple house. Even though it looked it looked like very nice. Um, what else did I like? Um, what again did I like? Did more like you know? <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Um. 
You've said it. You've said a bit. Um, we can come back to you if you can come back to you if you want. Um, uh, if you remember anything else, we'll we'll come back to you. Um, Incas, do you do you have um, your list of the stuff that you liked, the good stuff? Baby, can you check your phone? Hello. Yes, hello. You can hear me? Um can I come? I will get back to you guys to tell you the good. I'm so, I'm so sorry. Something I have to quickly do with something. Bye. Problem. My phone is frozen. I am trying to accept Zebs as a speaker and I cannot. <laughs> um try try doing on your phone. Um uh, uh all right uh meanwhile i guess i i guess i can give you my version of uh the, uh, the all right sweet all right sweet i think they do i think they do version my version of the good um so the good uh elizabeth is coming out as well this is elizabeth so we need to allow her all right we need to allow her say her peace so uh zebs if you're on um give us your version of what you enjoyed about this Zebs? 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 Okay, Zebs, okay. if you're not there, Elizabeth, do you, can you give us your version, the good stuff? This might be a list. Go on. Okay. <laughs> Hi, guys. So, um, I'm really excited to talk about Sylvia because when I watched Sylvia, it was after a long hiatus from not watching a lot of Nigerian movies. So when it came on mm. Netflix, I was like, okay, let me give it a try. So first thing mm. I like, like everybody has said, the old Niger- the old Nollywood story. So one thing I'm very happy with Nigerian um, movie makers for, or let me use the word storytellers, is ability to translate our local folklores into TV. Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people know how to do movie that gets dark quickly like nigerians sometimes it makes me really scared like we are very morbid but you know <laughs> we actually do it very well same uh, same thing as uh black rose was that the title yes yeah, so you know you you're, you're watching a movie and everything seems so good and i also like the the departure from um the religion that we usually put uh l- let's remember what's her name that elena Kupabio. so I think the first movie I've seen about Spirit's husband is um, Captives of the Mighty, Mount Zion. That must be like early 2000s. And it was something mm. about Iguana, don't break my pots. But it was about she had a spirit husband and she couldn't give it in real life. Yada, yada. But this one was really good because everybody came to work. The story, the script, the actors, the art director. I'm going to give the art director major props. Um, I know that uh, Vanessa already spoke about um, when she got angry and then her lips changed, but that was not actually the first time it changed. It was very subtle. When they met when they were young, they were wearing blush. It was powder blue, very bright pink. And they wore that all through. And then 
when they, when she grew older, it was already getting rather it was darker. So the, the the blue became a bit um dark, and the, the rule for the red to go a bit uh, deep for the pink slightly became like darker pink. But while he was um while he was still oblivious, more like when while he was like, oh, I'm dating somebody in real life, and then she was already getting angry, but she was not showing it. As at that time, his own baby blue, blue color still kept the same hue, whereas hers was getting darker and darker. And I don't think he noticed or anyone noticed because it was very subtle. But every scene you see of them together, it was things which was changing. Then at, when it became when he was also going to you know break things up with her, his own color blue now turned like really dark blue. And by this time, she had gone red. She was no longer pink. She was wearing very, you know, her, her, her lips were mm-hmm. dark. I, I was very excited for that because it was major attention that was paid to everything that comes out of their mouth. You know, the action, the, the script was matching, or rather the action that was supposed to be portrayed was matching the art director's work, even, even to the color of his house. So for that, in that department, as in, I would not, see, when I watched that part, I remember coming on Twitter and I, the first thing I said, that you know what, I don't know who this person is or, God bless you because it's it's so subtle you can easily miss it. But that's what makes a movie. And then for Daniel Riari, because um, I mean people have said said so much about his work. I, I know that I think or rather I feel like Daniel Riari, when he's ready to work, when he wants to do something artistic, he pulls his soul and everything into it. And he, when he wants to also do, you know, for for the for the people, you know, let money be in my pocket. You just release something for us or the work and then. Let us go. But it's it's <laughs> such a good good work from Daniel Riari. I was I was very excited about that. And then I like I, again. I don't sound like I like the story so much, so I don't sound morbid myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I like the twists. I was very sorry that happened, but I can see the reason why. You know, maybe people who maybe non Nigerians will find that. Of course, it turned rather horror quickly. But it was, you know, fantastic work done by Don Daniel Rari, fantastic work done by the actors. You know, the actors were Zena Balogun. I know, I think we already discussed, like, she's a fantastic actress, but the work in this, Lord. Anyways, I really like Sylvia a lot. When, after I watched Sylvia, I was so excited, like, you know what, I'm going to go back to watching Nigerian movies, and the next one I watched was, uh, yeah. <laughs> was uh, yeah. I don't know, that uh, one? one movie about I, I had to stop. I was like, no, I think I made a mistake. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, that's about. <laughs> yeah, guess so dreams. Pipeline. Do you remember what the movie was about, Elizabeth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was um Funky Akindele and Akin Lewis. Something about them campaigning for something. I was like, oh Lord, help me. Yeah, but so you can imagine going from watching something. I, I like like the fact that. Siba is artistic, so they are not just keeping because it's not just story for us to go yeah. watch. It was art and entertainment, and of course, people may not like it because it's morbid. But please, it was something, and it was nice. Yes, I've always said that uh, Daniel. For me, he's the he's the filmmaker that is carrying like old, like sort of the. He's carrying the torch of old Nollywood forward, and he's trying to improve himself as a better filmmaker. So thanks, thanks for that. But he's mm. he's really. If you guys are not aware of his content, like um, 
Iroko, if you, if I have Iroko TV, um, just pop in. Do not watch the just, feminist. That's not not the feminist. Not, not the, the feminist. feminist, but like a lot of his other stuff. I just they're just kind of good. Like um, I mean, like bear in mind it's Iroko TV, like yes. level of production, right? But like they're still entertaining. Yeah. All right. Um, Iya, do you have um stuff to say about Sylvia? Um. Yes. Hi, guys. So, I know we're talking about what we liked. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I watched it a while back, but what I remember is I liked how realistic it is. And this is my, from my point of view as a Kenyan, because a lot of the Nigerian movies we have been shown. Wait, wait are we going to be realistic with Sylvia? <laughs> Sorry? The movie about the spirit world? I don't know. <laughs> Okay, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, I should be <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, so I was I was going to say a lot of the Nigerian movies we've been shown here, mm. it always makes like a lot of the things are so shady. I don't mm. know if I can put it. So this is one of the few movies I watched and I was like I was even scared of sleeping. I was like, oh my gosh, this story actually makes sense. It's morbid, but it's something that can happen to you, you know? And it was it was nice to see that because sometimes the movies you watch, it's so unrealistic and childish and you're like, okay, how did you just write something like this? And I, I've had one of your listeners saying that this is, there have been stories in Nigeria about this happening, but you see in Kenya, we don't have this, like it's it's not common. So for me, it was just like shocking from the beginning to the end. I was like, so you can dream and you have somebody there and then you can use this person to give you business ideas in your waking life. Like I was just going around in circles and wondering, oh my goodness. So I liked how realistic the, not realistic in terms of uh, it happens, but realistic in terms of there's a possibility it can actually happen. Yeah. Like it, it could scare me, like going to sleep and I see somebody and I'll be like, hmm, are you Sylvia? You know? <laughs> yes. All right. So that's no, that's great. Yeah. No, it I actually. grounded in our, our, like, I want to say in our folklore, but not just in our folklore. It's kind of grounded in our culture. Yes. Yeah. These are these are stories that um we like like I think Vanessa was said as I said it's, it's stories that we've been hearing and been and we've been been we're told as children like a lot um about the dangers of having um uh, eating yeah, eating yeah. a dream and like having having particular yeah. friends. Anyway, all right, thanks for that, yeah. Uh I don't know, I'm getting to see if Zeb Zebs, are you there again? If yeah. all right. Yeah, I'm here now. Here. Hello uh, everyone. Okay, hi. We're talking about the good parts. What did you, the good parts of uh, Sylvia? Okay. When I first saw um, Sylvia at the cinema when it came out, I was really happy. Sylvia has been my best um, Nigerian movie for a while. So I don't know whether there's anyone that tops it, but I really love Sylvia. So what I really loved about it, um, Zena Balogo, number one. Mm. Uh, well, many people have spoken about her, so I don't need to go into details. She really killed Daryl. I think this is her best outing so far. Then number two, um, the color scheme. The color scheme must work. Um, I heard what Elizabeth said. Like I, um, what she said about me, the, the subtle part about the colors changing from dark, uh, from um, pink to red. I missed that, but I totally noticed the whole color, the color scheme of the movie, the blue and everything. Like I, I, I really love when they use blue, yellow, and red in movies. 
really love it. It makes everything. Every last episode. Yeah. So uh, also then the attention to details. Yeah, it was really, really, really good. That's what I want to love about the movie. Um, I was also happy that there was no casting and binding. <laughs> it was. I'm with you. Then Dima Koji also. I loved her in that movie. Alright. I don't know, is it just me or Zeb's cutting out? Is it just me? Let me know. My phone is misbehaving today. No, he's cutting out for me too. Alright, okay. Alright. I don't know if you had more to say, but like Zeb's you're you're cutting out and in. Um maybe try come uh, going in and out. Um so we we can hear more of the stuff because we can't hear you at this point. All right, okay. All right. Um, I guess before we say, Mariah, Mariah is on. So Mariah, please bless us with the, with the your positives. I thought the film was. I hope I hope this isn't a, a patronizing word, but it was a really competent thriller. Um. I, one of my favorite genres generally is a thriller. And when I'm watching Nigerian thrillers, I find I'm barely interested. Or sometimes it's not, the pacing is not keeping me, something is cringy. But throughout the film, I found it was holding my interest. Like I actually was paying attention. I didn't want to go in my on my phone. The act. exactly how Sylvia had entered the physical world um again like because of the culture you like you wonder like ah was it a spirit wife how did he start was it an imaginary friend was this connected to something somebody had done in the past how many times has Sylvia come into how many people's lives like there were so many questions that I had but it felt like a really good well-structured story that made sense from beginning to end. And the way the story was enveloped in the um, in the mental health facility, I thought that was a nice way of putting it. Um, I thought also the way that, this is something that is a personal gripe for me, but the mental health facility, the way that the patients were depicted, it wasn't so, um, I don't know if the word is in, in, inaccurate, but, it wasn't yeah yeah it wasn't people weren't using used as a joke or something to be derided like they were just people at a, a, a hospital or a facility and i like that and the coloring as as people have already said i thought it was really nice subtle not oversaturated when the red hibiscus was on the table and it was sort of an otherworldly glow to it i thought that was really nice um and just the way uh, the, I thought you could interpret it as a spiritual thing, but the whole time I just, I kept wondering, 
guy, where is your your mental? You're not processing a lot of things very well. You're not discussing things with people around you, but you're always running to this woman in your mind. And then she has to wake you up. And it's like, you're not dealing with things in the real world. And so then all these ways you bury your head in the sand, it's coming out. And I just thought, yeah, it was a really good story by itself. And it didn't need to lean on poor tropes. Yeah, I get you. We'll we'll come to the criticisms and we'll delve into the criticisms in a bit. Um, but yeah, I agree with uh, most, if not all of those those goods. All right, all right. We have wrote to me on stage, and then we'll come to you, Cass. Hello, you guys hear me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. So. Um. So first of all, I have to thank uh, you guys because I didn't see Sylvia when it came out in the cinema. So it was like, um, it was basically like you guys that basically gave me the recommendation and I just took my time out to go and watch it. Um, and, and I think like kind of those weird things, I I had one impression. When I saw the poster, I was like, oh, this is another just Nigerian romantic comedy and everything. I'm like, oh, romance stuff and i'm like okay i'm not going to go to the cinema to go and watch this and i like i just kind of watched this today and i was like i didn't see that coming about this thing about having a should i call either a mixture of like she was a figment of his imagination or she was a spirit um a spiritual friend and everything was like okay so first of all off the bat i liked i liked the concept it was it was the concept okay held me throughout uh, okay this concept of this girl. I liked the location where, like, I, I don't know what to call that. She called the spiritual plane where they used to meet the place with the lawns and trees. I love the, I love that environment. I love the shots they took there. So, like, um, in terms of maybe, like, camera work and everything, which is funny, I heard from somebody that um, that maybe the director of photography wasn't happy that they are, that the, it's kind of ungraded. Like, that picture is very close to what they shot. Which was like I loved the composition in and that place. I, I love them um, also. It was funny. I didn't notice I, um, the things that Elizabeth um, kind of noticed about the the changing in the colors of the costume and everything. But now, like I'm thinking about it, I'm like, okay, that was another nice small deta- detail. Um, I I, I like I, I worked on um, like an ad with Zena Balogun and everything before, but this is probably like one of like a, I don't I can't think of. I remember her switch. And also in King of Boys, how she went from her wedding planner to start begging person. I'm like, so I liked so this one probably now it's higher than that. Her whole character change and everything from when she bows her head and raises it and now starts to torture Chris at all. And I'm like, you know that whole thing when it's like a woman scorned. And I'm like, no, you don't you don't just have a woman, you have a spirit, a female spirit scorned and conscious. When she said torturing his life, I was like, okay, yes, this guy you're pissed off. Pissed off somebody. I also kind of liked them. Um, I think it's Ijoma, this girl from Swallow. I think it's Ijoma, if I'm not, if I'm getting her name right, um, as the secretary. How are? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I liked her. I liked her performance, even though like she didn't have much to do. But I just I liked that. And also when like kind of Zainab kind of started like um maybe um doing the meeting when he was having the pitch meeting where she was switching between Zainab. And her, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. this, this yeah. was like, because her heart was already like 
trying to come on to him and everything and I like that. I like um is it Idima uh, don't let me not slow somebody's name. Um Inidima. Inidima, thank you. You have that. I love I I believe the chemistry between her and Chris at all. That there was that small love. You know when Chris first approached her, Chris was all kinds of dorky and weak. I was like, guy, this game, I don't understand. He was very like with his glasses, and I'm like, guy. So, but later when they said they were husband and wife, I, I believe that their lovey-dovey relationship, yeah, was sold on that and everything. Um, his um um overall it was it was a great watch. It was a great watch. I'm think I'm like a little bit. I was surprised. That's all. I, I I like I'm a little bit surprised. I'm like I, I I think I've been like sleeping on a couple of Nollywood titles just because I don't know. Would I say it's marketing or just like it's almost like something has to be extra for me to go to the cinema to go and watch it. So it was like when I first thank God for like streaming service like Netflix that I got to watch it on, on like the streaming service like uh, Netflix. I'm like okay, this is cool. This is it's not bad. It was actually very nice to watch. So yeah. Yeah, thanks, uh, Ritimi. Um, do you, uh, Mrs. C, do you have stuff you, you want to say about about uh, Sylvia? Our positives. Uh, yes. So, our positive. I mean, I'm going to assume everyone here has watched it, so we're not spoiling anything for anyone. And if you haven't watched it, that's your personal problem. <laughs> you should watch it. Um, the we had two different experiences watching this film, mm. and. We rewatched it today, and I think we really enjoyed it today, mostly because oh, there were a lot of competent things done in the film, obviously. But we changed our protagonist. I don't know if protagonist is the word, but yeah, yeah, yeah but Sylvia, right? It was Sylvia. It was Sylvia we were following. So it was it was so satisfying, right? When everybody was getting it, right? <laughs> Right. Okay, some people. I was funny. Some people thought this was morbid, so we we are literally taking the side of the morbid. That's like, okay. Yes, um, but but yes, go on. Yeah, that's okay. That's fine. You don't always have to root for the, you know. I mean, the only person who was like a baseline good person here was the wife, and she was very beige. So <laughs> it's yeah, the interesting characters were not the most were not straightforward and boring, but. Yeah, it's just sorry, my my brain. So you're, not you're talking right. about switching the second time we watched it and how um um this time we enjoyed it more because we, we because Sylvia was our protagonist. Yeah, yeah, Sylvia was Sylvia was a lot more developed than other characters. I would see like I could see her motivations. I could see why she was doing what she was doing. I could understand some of it. Um. Baby, baby no, that's okay. All right, so um, yeah, I, I think that's part. That's part of it. If you think of it like Thanos, um, like in, uh, Infinity War being Thanos's um, movie, where like you know, he's this is his it's his revenge story. Well, it's his attack story, and Sylvia is Sylvia is Sylvia's revenge story of a man who has wronged her, uh, and and like just a lot of things just support that, like. We don't really see anything about um, about um, Chris uh, Innie's character, the wife, right? Like, she's not really... She's just a person who they meet, and, like, we don't see them fall in love. She's the other woman. She's the, she's the other woman who comes 
in, comes to scatter. Yeah, like she's the one who has impeded in 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 this relationship, and that's why like this, it, it just works so much better with uh for for, for well for me, uh for us generally it, with 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 this framing. Um, I think this is yeah. Many people have said said that I think this is Zaydab's probably best performance. Um, I think uh, she was good in God's Calling as well, but I, I just yeah. think that that film is just very um. It's overly preaching in some things, in some places that like it turns her, turns her, it doesn't give her a lot to do in the later part of um, yeah. that film. But this film, she's, she goes from, there's a, a, there's a lot of range there. She goes from somebody who is supportive and like literally crying and pining, mourning, mourning um, his mother, uh, um, mourning his mother mm-hmm. with, with him to like you know like somebody who this this lover to this um vengeful ex there is just a range and and like you know and then this person who is like pretending to be this scheming person who's pretending to be close so that she can strike there's a lot of range and i think a lot of people would have absolutely some of the words that came out of her mouth i was just thinking if this was other people this would they would have butchered they would have butchered this this Mm -hmm. would have been laughable and this would have been one of my namaste wahala type of enjoyment but zainab actually makes it believable believable her performances her performances are grounded in something and it's it's playing it straight a lot of people when they see some of the lines they play like oh i'm gonna be a bad bitch saying these words right but like there's a time where um uh Zainab is watching his wife die and and there is there is if you look at her face there when she's just watching the wife like fall to the ground it was like well I I told you like like why did you it's like what like I mean it, there's no, there's no. Um, oh, I got her! Like, is I'm a bad, I'm a bad babe. Like, it's just, it's just. What a silly man to yeah. to think that he could do anything to me, like with with none of his powers. And um, also, this film made me long for a spirit wife. If I'm gonna be honest, it's Some, going on <laughs> spirit wife all day. Something we Look. Yeah, I this guy is Chris. Chris's character is a, is a Baloo, to be honest. Because like, look at this woman. This woman was literally the reason for his success in in his life, in his work so life. She killed his mother. <laughs> <We get to laughs> the reason for his success, and like, you could go see her when when uh, he wanted. But understand her motivations. Her motivations are the things that make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, her motivations are the thing that the film really follows because yeah. like. Everything else is kind of happening to her. Mm-hmm. Even Chris's actions are happening to her. And so, yeah, she's the protagonist for me. And, and it's one of the reasons why I like this film. And people have mentioned um, a lot of stuff with the uh, filmmaking. There's, there's some good stuff. There's even some, there's a place where I think it's the, the, one of the points where she is finally getting like an, an authoritative position over him. And you don't see the. I don't know what whether they put her on 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 some boxes, but she's standing higher above him, and she's looking down on on Chris's. I can't remember his name on Chris's character, um, and and he's looking up to her. <clears throat> it's when she's really, really like telling him off, and you feel the power behind Sylvia. Sylvia's um like like words. I I think it's really. 
it's really the for people who say who long for old Nollywood, like you really just have to follow Daniel Oriai's Oriai's like catalog. You just have to follow it. Like he's he's carrying that flag. Um and this story is the closest thing um to to that. All right. Um I think there's some there's some good stuff that I've, oh chemistry. I just want to mention chemistry because it's a thing that I often complain about. Chemistry in this is very good. Um, it often times when you put couples in in um, Nollywood films, they they become. Uh, I can see this person thinking, "What will my boyfriend, or my fiance, or my husband, or my wife think about this performance that I'm doing here?" I see it just. Um, I see it playing on their minds and they're like, oh, I don't want to kiss too much or I don't want to be too comfortable. I d- didn't get any of that in this film. So that was um, that was very much pleasant to see. All right. my That's my positives. Uh, that's my positives over. Uh, all right. We'll go Vanessa and uh, we'll go Elizabeth. I don't know. Yeah, Vanessa, after you finish saying what you want to say, uh, we can start with um, what you um, find problematic about the film. The things you didn't like so much. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, Inkans. Sorry, 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 sorry. We we'll go Inkans, and then we will go Vanessa. Sorry. Um. Yeah, I don't know if um, if everybody said this. I do think that the movie is well composed and everything, and it's very, it's very well made and all that stuff. And Zenabi is acting very well. I'm repeating what everybody is saying, so I have nothing unique to say. So I'm just going to leave. Bye bye. Um, Vanessa, if you take over, I All just right. realized. Me, I just wanted to add on to Mr. C's thing about like the chemistry, and like we could feel the chemistry with all the characters, and that's the best part. And like it wasn't a thing about oh they're kissing each other or they're not kissing each other. Like I feel like I feel like Nigerians think that chemistry between romantic leads has to be sexual, and so that's why they're that worried about whatever they're doing on screen and how that's going to affect their outside marriages or whatever. And then they hold back. Cause like we rarely saw like a, there was probably only one serious kissing scene between Demi and um, Chris Atto's character. Um, and that was pretty much it. But like, you could feel these people wearing a relationship together. And it wasn't just like the, between the romantic leads, even between Chris and, and his friends. You know, you could tell that these guys are guys. They're friends. They, they're not just friends, like, friends with people who know each other at work. These are friends. And you could also see the chemistry between his relationship um, with his secretary and, like, the fact that he tells her boundaries. And, like, you can see that she tries to push those boundaries in the things that she says to him at work, and then he reinforces those boundaries. You know, chemistry isn't just about, like, a sexual thing between two people there's chemistry in, in in friendships there's chemistry in like it's just about that thing between two people who are scene partners are they good scene partners can they sell scripts can they sell this scene can they sell it to the people who are watching it's like we could tell that um Crisato and sylvia's characters were both really into each other well she was really into him and like you could tell and you could tell that he was appreciative for the relationship that they've had for a long time but he didn't feel that way about her you know it was a very you it was it was a very nuanced way of doing chemistry that i feel like 
Nollywood hasn't hacked yet. And it's that misconception about what chemistry is. So I really liked like the overall feel between even with um this babe in the beginning of the film. Um baby, you know. Um the nurse. You could even see like even with like her brief interactions with like the patients in the in in the in in, in the facility you could see like they like her you know even with him you could see that they've had a conversation one or two between them and like that's why he could sit down and have tell her this whole story and have this conversation with her it was a really well done it was obvious that they they spent a lot of time you know working as scene partners together you know every single person that was in the scene with each other they seemed to hammer hammer out like how they wanted to tell this story and it was really well done what didn't I like? Um, I know everyone has talked about the color, but I won't lie. Some of it I didn't like it. And maybe it's Mr. C and Shuke Orange and Teal inside my head. But like I saw Orange and Teal a couple times and I was like, ah, kill me now. Um, what else didn't I like? I didn't like the hair on like a bunch of them. Um I, I didn't understand when Sylvia started wearing wigs. I'm like, you know, why? And another thing, I didn't understand what time era we were in. And I hate it when a film doesn't really define what time period this is. Like, at what point in time are we at? It just serves to, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? To define, you know, the environment and the world that we're in. And like, I just felt like that was missing. Like, maybe then I could place what the wigs were. <laughs> like, what the whole styling of it. Like, Sylvia's styling was great, especially in the dreamscape. But like, when she came out to the real world, she seemed to join the madness of everybody else in the real world because I didn't understand what they were wearing. And like, I didn't understand the hair. And it was maybe all the thing of like the thing I was saying about the time period because I just couldn't I just couldn't wrap my head around it all. Um, what else didn't I like? Um, funny enough, I, I, I didn't like Indian Malkoji's performance. I don't know. I thought it was bad. I thought it was bad. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like it. Was- it was the only like um for me it was the only uh yeah really weak one in the, in the lead performance anyway yeah yeah just like she was happy wife that she was just smiling fake smiling everywhere it was very one note that was what it was it was very very one note and it's like everybody else was you know everyone everybody else was giving range you know everyone was everyone was giving us like ah and and she just felt like like a background character like she could melt into the world if she could and i was like oh because the only time she gave me anything slightly interesting was when they first met and honestly it was chris that was carrying that thing on his shoulder like i understood chris being you know awkward and being dorky because the only relationship he's had his entire life was with our spiritual wife our dream wife and this is the first time he's engaging in any sort of whatever with a woman and like it was the only time I felt like she was giving me something and maybe it was because it was the first time we were introduced to her so the smiley thing and like oh I'm a creep too or whatever and then maybe girl did not leave the smiling um happy-go-lucky I'm always here 
ah, it's okay. And I just felt like it was extremely one note. Like, I feel like she's done better stuff. So I, I genuinely didn't like Nidhi Malkoji's performance. So yeah, that's pretty much what I did like. When I think of something else, I'll let you know. All right, thank you. So, um, Elizabeth, yeah, I, 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 oh, I think has woke yeah. woke. <laughs> you guys will leave us again in like 10 seconds sorry it's just that it's been crazy <laughs> you have no idea but like I don't think that's our fault I don't think it's in, in, in a, I, I don't think it's a, in his fault because that's the character that she's written and she played that role correctly so it's not that performance is bad she performed the, the role that she's given that's just She's not giving range because she's not written to have range. It's the character's it's what the character is written that she's performing. You know, so, I, I I agree. I agree with you. Um, and and Mariah can jump in after this, but I, I agree with you um, with that to to an extent because like her character isn't written for anything. Like she, them falling in love doesn't have any screen time. They fall in love like basically off screen um they have that that you know sort of love at first sight thing and then clearly some time passes and um before um uh, chris's character is telling um sylvia um that oh yeah he's he's found somebody that he's in love with and all of that you know like she she is i think you know is i whether it's intentional i i i guess it's it's possible that it's intentional they didn't want to give her too much to to do but i still felt there was this thing where i couldn't help but see this one note laughing thing where oh no we're really happy and i'm really happy i'm in a really happy relationship and even even if even if like there's one thing I think I could I could criticize um, if if this if this was something I found worth criticizing that oh like she was only a one note character without needing to criticize her performance I think she was both a one note character and her performance was also bad but yeah Mariah you can jump in wow um, so I thought the performance wasn't awful because okay for the most part she was one note but there was that one argument they had in the bedroom and that could have been her moment to really give something and she gave next to nothing so yeah it wasn't a fantastic performance but what I kept in mind was that um, it was a story being told back to us and so I kind of compare who she is to the main character from, is it 500 Days of Summer? So um, that guy, that guy's been narrating the story as who he thinks um, Summer is. And so this, Chris is telling us who he thought Femi was. So he's jumped over the whole falling in love to the nurse. Um, he's jumped over who she is as a person. He's only picking the sweetest parts of her, only picking the parts that really matter. And she's barely a character because she's not actually important to this story maybe not even that important to him in certain ways and so I thought okay she's not really got any function other than to become an obstacle 
and instigate this turn in Sylvia because this is the story he's telling us and also that and therefore that's the function she serves in the film. But yeah, it does it does feel very rushed that we don't really see why he loves her. It's just they're in love and we're supposed to accept that. And so it doesn't make some of the stakes so high when she mm. gets into the home, except oh she's in the house, she's going to start causing problems. Um and you don't really feel bad for her as much as it's gonna be a problem for him. Yep. No, I, can't, I agree with you. This is why I was uh, written for Spirit Wife. Uh, Elizabeth. Okay, <clears throat> so um, I agree with what Murray said. I was actually going to portray that point. Uh, Ini's character was exactly not... Um, was not exactly important in the scheme of things because it was, you know, the story has been narrated to us. But what I was going to also... I mean, it's been... Uh, it's been a while since I watched the movie now. I did not go back to watch it again. But um, I think one thing that's, one slight thing that I also noticed that, you know, I wasn't exactly okay with, but at the same time, it's, it's almost non-negligible, rather, is that the theme of the movie is a spiritual versus mental thing. Is it spiritual versus mental health? So here, they've, they've already, you know, the make, the movie makers already, you know, prepared us that, okay, we're talking to somebody in the mental world and he's going to tell us the story and, you know, we're going to make it as real as possible. Now, the part where I think if we were, you know, when you watch it, you'd automatically jump straight to the spirit to the spirit wife. It doesn't matter, you know, how you turn it uh, front or back. It just makes the story, you know, easy. But for me, and then it just ends up with, oh, look at it, spirit wife did this, and then it ended up in the, in the mental world. But I feel like if, if, we were, if we were going to get a concrete feel of what that theme is supposed to be, I'd have felt that at some point, maybe... I mean, if we think about it again, that Sylvia might be a fiction, a figment of his imagination. As a child, he was withdrawn, and then he found a an imaginary friend, and then stuck to that friend. And it's it, it. You can also see why it's easy for him to also withdraw from people um, around him and just only focus on this girl because she was meeting all of his needs is emotional needs, you know, she's giving him ideas, she's doing things, which for me, it could also be him himself in his own head, you know, giving himself solutions to things. But because, but because, you know, so this could be something big like schizophrenia, but because the story, I, I feel like the story just wanted to do something, although there is an underlying theme, the story just wanted to tell a story of spiritual wife in a, a uh, or spirit, spirit wife, spirit husband in a very different way, in a more plausible to accept way by the, by the audience, and then just stuck to that one note. So I felt like, you know, the story from beginning to the end was already determined when, when the, when the writer was writing it. So it, but if I felt like if we should really if if they wanted that theme, the spirituality versus the mental health, if they really wanted to be something, there should be I don't know there should be something that could cause a bigger debate 
you know, like after watching it, something that also causes you to sit down and say, what if not? What if Sylvia is not there? What if that's not true? Sylvia never existed. But because, you know, Sylvia was so real from the beginning to the end, it just seemed like there was only one um, mission they were trying to accomplish. And then the mental thing is just an addendum. That's why I just feel. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, mean, I, I, I don't actually disagree with you. And this was part of a point Moraya uh, raised, whether it was like, this is a, um, whether it's mental health or is where it's spiritual. The problem for me is that the place where it closes the chapter on all of that, and it didn't have to, is when you meet the, you meet the nurse, the nurse brings a hibiscus. And the nurse is now outside of the story. Um, and, um, and the nurse is I mean, like, nurse I mean, except the nurse is just fucking with her, him, which, well, I don't know why she would do that. Like, uh, but like, um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah, what that's, closes that's the, the thing up. Oh, no, there, there's, 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 there's clearly somebody in here um, with a hibiscus. Maybe, maybe the nurse was bored. <laughs> maybe the nurse was bored and she's a horrible person. But And maybe this is the seventieth time of telling telling her this, telling her, telling her the story and he, she what went if? what if um but, um, but yeah in, in, in terms of in terms of this uh i was i, I, I was i was hoping they could leave that, could leave that door open um but yeah um, but yeah, um uh, it, uh, it felt like it was like you said they, they didn't add enough to certainly keep keep both doors open yeah and then, uh, yeah, then uh, wrote to me yeah um about the spiritual and mental thing that's also something that jumped out for me because I felt like I didn't I didn't get why it was so easy for her to overpower him in the spiritual realm because I felt like he's known her since they were children and things like that like I expected a bigger fight from him like try and because also this is somebody who's in love with you so you know kind of the weak spots in as much as she's supposed to be this spiritual being but they didn't acknowledge that he also had some power over her. That's why she was going uh, ballistic and wanting to control him anyway. So I really, really wished that had been explored. So it would have been like a feud, you know, like the fight was too easy in my eyes. I don't know what you guys think about that. Well, that's, uh, that's really good. I mean, I just take it that Silver is a supernatural being uh, she has the power to do it all like she she literally had all of the powers um one of my criticisms would be like i mean like there, there are aspects of things where i didn't mind how like she came into being i like that they just started off and yay you know she's she's there she's the spirit wife or imaginary friend or something and like we don't get an explanation of how it started you know, it's been there in his earliest memory. Um, but there are things that I think um, help with the stakes so that you know what to expect. One of the things they did well, like, for for example, was um, they foreshadowed, they told us her power of being able to, like, you know, go in somebody... Um, when 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 she essentially appeared in, in the secretary's secretary's like face the body or whatever when she that is essentially foreshadowing that um how she was going to appear 
like she um like she was his wife and you know end up end with him stabbing her that's good for shadowing of his power but we don't really get that for we don't really know how powerful silver is uh, we don't get uh test for how powerful she is it doesn't really affect anything because i guess she doesn't do too many things it's just um i guess with killing her we don't even know if it's possible um to 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 kill Sylvia, but certainly something that. But again, it's it's not a major issue for me because, like, when he picked a knife, I knew like for sure that's not gonna be, and for sure that's not gonna be a way to to do it. Um. All right. Uh. I think where to me you wanted to say something. Yeah. Um. Can you guys hear me? Yep. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can. Okay. Okay. Um. I just. So maybe I'll probably look at it from the writing aspect. I just think that, like, from when, he, from when we leave the mental hospital and he starts telling the story, I think, I don't know when it happened, I just thought that it's somewhere in the beginning when he said he had his first interaction with Sylvia. Yeah, unless audible, uh, I can hear you, but it's, it's worse than last time. Did you put on headphones? Okay. Let's okay. abandon it. I don't know why Bluetooth headphones are worse, but uh, but yeah, they are. Can you hear me now? Yes, that's better. Thank you. Okay, so um, I don't know when it happened. I think somewhere in the first two, three scenes in his interactions with Sylvia, and they kind of established the fact that oh, she was his imaginary friend, and he was meeting her in his spiritual realm or something. I think when he was in the whole waking out, she was telling him that he's going to wake up and everything, and I just kind of, I don't know if anybody has seen Fight Club when um, this guy, Fight Club with Edward Norton and Brad Pitt, how that whole interaction was going and it was until the end that mm-hmm. he kind of got that, oh, this guy is only in my head. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so it almost be like they could have delayed us, we could have been, oh, this is just his friend, then later we could have revealed it that she was a, um, that she was in the spiritual realm and everything. I just thought about that and everything. Then also everybody uh, about this thing between the mental and the spiritual. And I, I, funny, I've been seeing a couple of tweets when people are like, people should stop saying that when somebody has a mental breakdown, stop saying that it's a spiritual problem and everything. And it's just that kind of thing. I'm like, even one part of me is still questioning, at least at one point, I was questioning whether, is this thing really spiritual? Is this guy just mental? Like, at one point, I was questioning whether whether all these things are just going on in this guy's head, as opposed to that this girl is actually a being that exists, and like he's, and he's not he's not able to explain. But the moment his his friend said that, oh, the moment she came to that dinner uh, to the dinner when his friend came and she was talking about her friend, I'm like, oh, this is my friend. And I'm like, oh, okay, this girl is not just appearing to this guy. This girl actually exists, and she's interacting with people that he knows. So which now she could bring the whole torture up straight to his house and everything. So. Yeah, that's the only thing that I would have probably said that they could have delayed us discovering that she was a spirit. Then suddenly we're like, oh, so it could have happened a little bit later. But yeah, that's just me. But yeah, I, another thing again, I she explained the flower stuff about the why they had discussed. I think she gave an example about one goddess and everything. But I was like, the way I was like, could I have just called it Sylvia, the flower girl or something. I was just like, this flower and everything. Until they explained it later, I was like, okay, this is why the Abyssus flower thing going on. Okay, cool. 
Okay. Yeah. No. Um. Uh. Agree that one thing about this film as well. Um. And this this one is venturing in what I wish they did, but it's not. It's not just what I wish they did. It's part of what makes Chris's character um a little less um likable is we don't get to see sort of get a picture of what his life is like outside of Sylvia's world at the beginning. And you know, I think that could have really helped to paint a picture of what he is foregoing or how he interacts with the rest of the world. You know, like is he always longing to be Sylvia? Does he like care about anybody else outside the world. Um, um, the reason, I guess, why this becomes a thing is because I, I don't know, sometimes I feel like the movie does want me to care about um, Chris, and I just don't because, like, I'm with Sylvia. Like, Sylvia has been with this guy like, for how many years? Into his 30s. She has been helping him, like... Um, like with giving him answers to his actual, she's actually had real life impact in his physical life. And then one day you meet a babe and you're like, oh, I'm in love with somebody else. Like, yo, even the way he delivered to her is like, she's like, oh, you're not real. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, what? I, I, I mean, what, what, how? Like he's been, she's actually had real life impact in your life. You are where you are now because of her. How can you just dismiss her like that? Like, and, and that's the other thing, right? So like, this is the point of me bringing up, like, we don't know how he interacts with every people outside of Sylvia, um, is that um, if we, I don't know why he isn't picking Sylvia. Like, is he, this is the thing my brain is going why are you like deeply in love with this woman like she's all you've known she's basically all you know and what was it about Ini that made you go well um I'm, i've had enough with 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 uh sylvia i need this real thing we don't we don't see any of that and that's why again this film is just sylvia's film like if you think about it from her point of view it doesn't matter what it doesn't matter uh, uh, what Chris, so what Chris's reasons. Is. She did this to, she, uh, he did this to her. He, he, he essentially just used her, and that, and like the goal to 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 like come back when when he had another uh, when he had issues when he needed her. The goal to go back to the spirit world just to use her one more time. The absolute balls on this mat. Like, uh, when I say, like, turning him mad is reparations, is what Mrs. C called it, I believe, um, for for his misbehavior, um, to which I, I, that's why, like, I was, I was, I was fine for Sylvia to, like, destroy stuff well and well over, and because... Um, I, I just didn't care about. I, I didn't care about him. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't do anything particularly nice. The only thing about it is that I really wish they hadn't made Sylvia retrospectively evil. Yeah. Like with the with the mother killing yeah. the mother killing thing. I mean, like I get wanting the atten- wanting the intention, or the other woman in, in some way. But 
again, this is something like the movie doesn't show us. If if like the movie had shown us some like level of oh um yeah, like he spent a lot of time with his mother. They didn't even need to show us like some of getting jealous. But like if like, you know, that was there was like an opening scene with his mom being all lovely towards him, but he was basically a baby. Yeah, well, I mean, a, of course. Yeah, but like, I needed to, I needed to see something. But yeah, um, we'll go. I didn't see when the hands went up, but um, we'll go Oyin Kans and then we'll go Mariah. I think Mariah went. Okay, Mariah, go. Okay. 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 I just, I wonder, does this man think he himself is a good person? Because. For everything he's done, like he, he, I'm sure in the film they said that he's already cheated with Sylvia on his wife. And when they were arguing, he wouldn't even tell her why he wanted her in the house. He just started shouting at her. I mean, yes, she should have asked before somebody stayed in their home. But he started shouting at her, not explaining anything. I don't even know if he's a good friend. Like, there were so many ways, like, I just thought, does this man really take himself for a victim? Because there's there's so many times where he could have dealt with the situation differently. Knowing who he was dealing with, I, I know it made sense for him to stab Remy's stomach, but I said, oh gosh. After the face was running everywhere, you're really gonna play with a knife. It didn't yeah. it didn't make sense to me. But I also thought like if this is magic or spiritual you should know you don't play or offend the spirits. Like, you're supposed to keep them on good terms. You've been saying you're not real, you're not real, you're not real. But you've been running to this woman for advice for how long? She's been giving you... Um, she, like, if, if, to put it in a sort of old Nollywood context, if this was a shrine and this was a god that you had been going to for all your benefits and you suddenly turned your back, wouldn't there be some kind of judgment to pay? Like, I, I thought that the hibiscus was like, um, kind of like a, a like a, a sort of por a portal or like a, a thing that, like a, a, I don't know what the word is, but your key to accessing the portal. And now that, and it was one way because she was giving him the, the hibiscus. And then when he got one, it she kind of opened it up and then the fact there was a hibiscus now all um, like him opening that portal sort of gave her more power in the physical realm. And then her have keeping the flowers in his home, let her sort of expand her territory. And I just thought, if you know hibiscus are how she enters, why are they still in your house? It just didn't make sense. And so this man is going to start lamenting about his wife and his friend being corrupted by this woman. And yet the flowers are still in your house. Yeah, he would say he tried to throw it away and his wife didn't 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 mm. want him to which like bruh, it's this this good. like your it's wife good. don't know that is it <laughs> you're trying to stop the spiritual spirit woman from accessing accessing your, your home. Um but yeah, uh, I, I get what you're saying. Um and then uh, Vanessa. So yes, the issue the, the I thought the moment the movie went down for me, even though I still like the movie and everything, and the ending was they definitely what you mentioned about the retroactive, like making a 
like having undercutting our reasons for the madness, our, our legitimate anger, undercutting it by saying that she killed her, by saying the killing of the mother. I I I don't I don't like that because then it now it now changes the entire thing that they've sort of. Well, it is a throwaway line, but it sort of gives a different sort of true um, changes the entire story. Like this, this spirit person, this spirit wife was evil all along, you know, was the evil woman, and it goes into the whole same thing of the trope that we have in Hollywood about magical women, witches, and that. But yeah, this movie is pretty can be considered. You know how like how everybody went. I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm putting out. We, we when uh, what's that movie called? The movie with the crazy woman who pretended to be kidnapped. Gone Girl, yes. Gone Girl came right. It's like a revenge a revenge fantasy for women, right? It's a woman's revenge fantasy that men normally have. Men have a lot of revenge fantasies, like all those um, action movies, which I love, by the way. But oh, there are like a lot of revenge fantasies and. I thought this movie can kind of be like Nigeria's version of a revenge fantasy because usually in these movies, the men in the characters do get away with a whole bunch of things and at the end, we say forgive, right? And the, if you're the main character, you're going to forgive in some way or somehow. Maybe even if, even if you get your sort of revenge, your sort of kicks, you know, you spice this something, is it's really, really hot pepper because you made it pepper. You got some gangs to beat him up or some guys to beat him up or doing stuff. But like in the end, the man is really forgiving and there is no like amends done. But in this movie, I thought, oh, they're going to go to some prayer, something. They're going to in some way. It's going to be relief and evil has been forgiven and all that stuff. But the movie does not end that way. Like he truly, truly loses everything. And I'm just like, okay, this is this is this is actually quite impressive. This is actually quite a break, even though it sometimes follows in that. This is actually quite a break. And yes, the goals of this man to go back. And put that is you know he's going to come back because you know there are going to be very other 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 campaign that he couldn't figure out is with his smart hard man self that this person these people are saying they want understated but in actuality they don't want understated like it's quite obvious sex cells how come you have to go to spirit war for this it's it's but like I absolutely kind of like the movie kind of um doing that except for that old thing about the mother like why would you why why does she need to kill the mother she wanted to marry the guy the mother does not stop the guy from marrying for marrying her like that if she is able to come into the real world the mother don't stop her like that unless if, if she stays in the spirit world the mother can stop it but like there's no it doesn't fit her it doesn't fit her, her motivations for that yeah, I just want okay. I just want to bounce off of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. because are these people Nigerian? Shepe, his mother did not warn him that fraternizing with my mother wasn't one of the Nigerian moms who always warned you about like 
ah, don't eat your dream, oh, don't shake my shake. But you are a Nigerian child. This boy was in boarding school. That's right. He didn't hear. Dream, oh, don't sh- don't do this, don't do that. Haba. And then, and then the thing about like Sylvia killing his mom. I'm like, mommy, mommy, they did not show us. Pay mom, see, was warning him. What are you doing in the dream? Oh, you like to sleep? Oh, what are you doing in the dream? Oh, he did not tell his mom about this relationship with the girl. Let's say that. Don't laugh at me. It's true. His mom did not. His mom did not say you can't be in a relationship with this girl. Then I can understand why Sylvia, mom. But we did not even see anything about his mom beyond her waking him up in the morning and saying, my baby. So what is the the foundation for this? Uh, she was another woman who you were attached to. It's not that mommy was against the relationship. Can we make mommy say, ah, spirit woman, yo, she's a witch or a genuine, avoid her. No. Nigerian. I don't know what word they are in, you <laughs> I understand you. I think, but like a lot of these films, whenever they, whenever they, they start, they always, um, they always uh, assume. Like I remember, end of the week, end of the weekend. Um, I know that was the first. Um, that was one of the cornerstones of "Don't Eat in Your Dream," but that existed before. Puff, puff. Oh my gosh, yeah. I, I remember uh, there was Don't Eat in Your Dream, but when End of the Wicked came out and you saw that boy get initiated by eating Puff Puff in your dream, yo, uh, that, movies are powerful, though. Movies are powerful. Okay, we'll go Elizabeth and uh, and then we'll go Mel. Okay. Thanks, um, guys. So, um, just to back what Vanessa also said. So, Personally, I think it makes sense that Sylvia killed the mom. Because, so, um, I think what they're going for is they, they were trying to shape Sylvia's character, the spirit's wife's character, as a very jealous, as a very jealous being. And then we've also seen this in the first spirit's a wife movie that I watched, of which end of the weekend, those kids ate the puff puff in school, and then they appeared in their dream. So, that's another thing. When we're in school, then everyone said they, that was the time when nobody collected anything from their classmates. But it tracks because um, I remember now, sorry that I'm trying to go off the, the original first spiritual husband's story, The Captive of the Mighty by Mount Zion. So, in that movie, she was getting married, but you know, she had one spirit husband whose name was Iguana, and she was supposed to be married to that one. So when she was supposed to marry in real life, you know, that one had no objections. But then that one said, you know what, you're going to just be it will just be me. And then she was like, Oh, I want to give birth. So now give me the pot you've always said, blah, blah, blah. But the point is that there is something that makes them you have to rely on just them. So here is the thing is getting all of his emotional support from Sylvia. And I don't know how every other person's here's relationship with their parents are. So 
we, you know, he wasn't born in school, so he didn't have access to his mom. But if he goes back home, he's going to start having access to his mom. So probably somebody to talk to. Maybe he's close to his mom. Of course, they, of course, because they didn't show us all of that. But I think they're trying to build up Sylvia's character to be anybody who is in our way of getting just him needs to go. And this is us just, you know, him telling us about him narrating his stories. Also, him telling us about, you know, the kind of jealous being that Sylvia is. So it tracks that she would eliminate any other female figure in his life. Because that's that. So um, I get it because, of course, it was very selfish, wanting to just collect from Sylvia, just collect, collect, collect. But also, you know, it's also how is the relationship between a living being and a spiritual being, how is it supposed to work? You know, how are they supposed to get married, you know, have kids? So these are all the things and she was like, oh, make me real, blah, blah. Now, if 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 it's possible for him to have caught, for her rather, you know, to manifest in the real life, maybe, you know, maybe they would have had their happy, weird spiritual story. But she, and of, of course he tested her and then he saw the extent of her powers and he saw the extent of her jealousy. And then this is why my praise for the arts director comes in because you know in the very minute details you know showing her emotions and he's also is a person that that lacks self awareness because if he was really looking at Sylvia if he, I think there was a part where he mentioned something about her clothes I really cannot remember but if it was somebody that did not lack self awareness every single time my emotions change so if something about appearance also changes when when our emotion is going dark you know, uh, the hue of a color, everything changes. But this guy was trying to take it better. And then he was, how can you try to reason with a spirit being? He was trying to be reasonable with her. Like, oh, but I, I've met somebody now. I want to go now. What did you think was going to happen? She was going to sign your release form. Of course, she was not going to sign the release form. She was going to get Avenger. So they've already shown us that when Sylvia, when Sylvia loves, she loves deeply. You know, she's helping him out solving his real life problems, work problems, money problems. And then now you want to like, oh, thanks to loose, nice to meet you, you go be. It's not possible now. So it, it shows also that the way she loves is also the way she hates. She goes all in, you know, she leaves no stone unturned. I'm going to love you with every bit and I'm going to hate you with everything. So it tracks that, you know, he got his life in shambles and handed back to him like that. And he's ending up in the mental world, which also brings me back to if we, if we, if we, if the movie had been done in a way where the themes could have been overlapping, that is the mental health theme and, you know, the spirituality theme. So we, because now it, it's almost as if, you know, he had <laughs> schizophrenic episode and then he spiraled out, out of control. And if you ask me, I would say he killed his wife by himself, of course, because he's seen somebody call Sylvia in his head. But it tracks anyway, his story about how Sylvia is a jealous person, eliminating every female figure in his life to just establish herself as the only one. But it also tracks that she destroyed him because now she can sit in his head and con- continue to control him. Okay. Thanks, Elizabeth. Uh, Mel, good to have you. Uh, what, what, what greatness do you want to tell us about Sylvia? 
Okay, before I start, can you confirm that you can hear me properly and that my background isn't too distracted? Uh, I mean, like, your background is a little noisy, but I think we can hear parts of you. Ah, okay. Um, okay, so someone else can talk and then I can figure out the character piece. Uh, okay. And, and you're breaking up a little bit, Seth. All right. Um, is that is there any um other any other parts you have, Mrs. A? Any other issues you had with Le uh, Sylvia? Mrs. Mrs. No her husband has said it all. Okay. You know, I don't have that much issue with Sylvia, and I think that the fact that it is very small, very self-contained, and it's not like three-hour movie. Mm. Because all movies nowadays have to be three years old. Yeah. Oh God! I, I I can't remember who said who spoke about the ending, but uh, it was you, wasn't it? I I really like the ending. I like the ending that like yeah, he doesn't win because Fred doesn't he, he doesn't deserve he doesn't to deserve win. to win. Um, he loses a lot, uh, but that's that's yeah, fine. That's his fault. The collateral damage because I don't mm -hmm. like collateral damage. So yeah, I, 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 yeah, the ending was pretty nice, and I, I, and the fact that she, she said I'm willing to give you a second chance, <laughs> was perfect. And he said they rather die now, or, and I'm like, okay, yeah, like, yeah, no, and I kind of feel bad, like, because <laughs> it's not the worst. It's not in 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 in, in cinema history, <laughs> like the egregiousness of men. <laughs> in nah, movies, this, this guy was. That they escaped. Nah, this, this guy, guy was not the worst. This guy you know was, was relatively harmless. Okay, let me let me tell you. Let me take some people back. If you yeah. have seen Delhi Proposal, <laughs> Delhi Proposal is a movie about Sento B, who engaged one babe that was with him whilst he was suffering for years, 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 and he went to the America. They are broad, and then when he came back, he came back with new babe. This is deadly proposal. Like so, how many suitors came for this is babe that was in Nigeria waiting for him? Oh no no no, I'm waiting for my guy, my guy. No, I trust him. And then tend to be had the girl, and then it's just the way, right? And I'm talking back now about Sylvia. By the way, in deadly proposal, in fact, I won't spoil it for you because I recommend deadly proposal. <laughs> Um, there are some parts that are repetitive, but it's a classical Nollywood, and I know the whole thing. No, the whole thing to that song, um, but um, it's the way that Chris just dismisses. Um, there's something in there like that. I feel like that tells me something about the kind of person he is. Like how you just be with. It just felt like one of those guys that, yeah, you've been with. You know, like it's one of those guys like that 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 is in a is in a situationship as, as as they call it with somebody. Oh, like they haven't put any we haven't put any real labels on things. And then one day you just go, oh no, like hey, I'm I, I found the I found the babe, and you like and the baby's like, hey, but I thought we had. Some, hey, I never put a label on it. You know what what were you expecting? It's the way he dismisses her. It's so. It's so cold that I'm like, no, okay, something is coming for you and you deserve it. 
Alright. Uh, and I'm for it. I'm for it. I'm for it. I'm just saying that like, when you compare it to the egregiousness <laughs> that men in movies escape with a lot of times. Even in romantic comedies that is supposed to be um, geared towards women, we still cannot escape this egregiousness. I mean, if you watch cases, um, I got into K-dramas, right? I thought, oh, it was going to be different. These men are jackasses. It's changing. It's changing nowadays. But these men are jackasses. And yet, and they will have a second male lead that is so sweet. Just because it's a second male lead, it cannot get the girl. And I'm like, this girl has an issue. <laughs> but anyway, that's that's old, old, that's 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 another thing for another day. But I'm just saying, compared to all of that, it's not that it's not that bad. Mm. But you should oh. definitely burn it out. They should all burn. <laughs> that's what he said, though. It's, yeah, they they, they gave him option at the end. It's like, do you want to be with Sylvia? And he said he'd rather burn in hell. I was like, well, no, burn yeah. I said, Elizabeth, talk to me a bit. Sorry, um, so I am. Um, I know I've said it at the beginning of when, when I started talking in the, on this space that I like how morbid Nigerian producers can be. Honestly, I do. You mentioned Deadly Proposal, but I don't, I can't, re- it's so I can't remember the title of the movie I want to talk about. It's also old Nigerian. I think Oyekosala is going to like the ending. It was the first time I saw the um, what's his name? Ramzinoa could be. So I can't remember the title. Ramzinoa jilted, jilted somebody and maybe she she killed herself or something. Then he found love again. And this girl was so sweet with him and everything. So she broke his heart. And then she told him, well, I did all of these things because remember the person you jilted when she died, she was my sister. And then <laughs> Ramzinoa went crazy. What was the title? This. Yo! Old Nollywood was... Old Nollywood was on some things. <laughs> They were crazy, and I liked it. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Let me not they were the on time. Well, it was the best of stories because that movie ended with Ramzino. It went crazy because it was really love. This girl waited for him to be so in love with her. He had promised marriage or something, and then he went crazy. He now kept um, poison and knife and said, please, the two of us are going to die together today. Pick knife or pick poison. Whichever way we'll go, we'll go together in love. Or something very silly. But at the end of the day, police came and arrested him or something. But so, <laughs> so what you consider wants an ending for bad men. You should, we should encourage this old, this Nollywood people to keep making these morbid, <laughs> morbid movies for us. <laughs> So that bad men will meet their ends. Yeah, I, I know, know that I... movie, but that's I think you're confused to me because I know because I know Lover Boy because that movie was the first movie that I saw as a kid that taught me that men can be crazy and dangerous and don't just date any guy. <laughs> because wow. what he did was like she moved on and she was getting married to another guy and then he went to go kidnap her on our no, wedding no, no, day. That was not that one. No, it's not that one. It's that no, one because I remember was the bad guy at first. It was the one that cheated her sister and she died. So yeah, I mean, like the, the lover boy. Yeah. Because she was about to get married to somebody else, kidnap her, and then the detectives were trying to find her, find yeah, yeah, who kidnapped her. 
and then yeah, they found they discovered that it's um, Ramsey Noah, and Ramsey Noah was just like crazy. I was like, you are, when he was about to get caught, he was like, no, 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 we are going to either take this acid um, poison together or something, and then he dies, he takes the poison, but she gets yes, freedom he and he gets to marry the guy that yes, he wanted yes. to marry all the time. Yeah, that was the movie that yeah. made me realize that men can be crazy. And I was just like, okay. Yeah, speaking about dark uh, old Nollywood parts, um, I will never forget uh, Living in Bondage, the original one, where so Andy Okeke has used his first wife for, for money rituals and uh, he's dating this other babe, Chinere. And his old wife, as a ghost, has been tormenting him and, uh, well, him and his new babe. And um, he's just tormenting Andy to the point that Andy has decided he's going to commit suicide. He can't just take it anymore. And instead of Andy to go and like be a man and go off yourself outside, Andy chose to hang himself in the room where his wife is sleeping. And do you know what? His new babe, Chinye, uh, yeah, 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 she told him to wakes up and looks at this guy literally about to kill himself. And she was and like, she and, she, and she just pretends to be sleeping, like, do it, <laughs> like, do it. Oh my God! Yeah, uh, no, the old writers were on him, but they were, they were they were the right path. Oh, hundred percent. Oh, Nollywood was dark. Oh, Mariah, sorry, you wanted to say something. Mariah, did you want to say something? All right. Anyway, um, um. If in the in the absence of in the absence of nothing else, we, we've done an hour and a half. This was a this was a good convo. Um, I really liked the law. I was saying to Mr. C that I would I would watch a whole TV series of like stuff like this. Mm-hmm. I would absolutely mess with it because I think there's there's so many places you could go with this. Um, um, there were parts of this that uh, um, that reminded me of um, of. Um, I don't know if anyone has seen her. It's a, it's a, I think Spike Jones directed uh, Joaquin Phoenix is falls in love with uh, his AI computer. Like um, uh, his AI, it's a beautiful film. It sounds very strange. She or her? I think it's called her. It's called her. And Scarlett Johansson is playing the AI voice, of course. Um, and um, of course, yeah, yes, and yeah, Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, over the course of the movie, falls in love with just and 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 like it sounds ridiculous, but it works. Um, but yeah, it's this this concept of can you fall in love with you know, um, you know, someone that you don't actually meet in the physical? I would have really liked to have seen like a real love develop um, across this, and I know that's not the story I want to tell, which is why I'm saying I would. I would absolutely watch a TV series of of you know like these people grow up and like falling in love and then fall out of love and like really because there's so much I just feel like there's so much one can go um probably bigger than 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 19 minutes and then um before uh, we can we can use the last few episodes and turn it to some dark dark stuff but yeah this was a this was a really fun film thanks to everybody who who came and who spoke, uh, you guys, you guys continue to make this a really fun time. Um, and uh, next next week, we'll, we'll see what we're doing. Um, I think either the week after that, we're having a Netflix original. Uh, it might, 
Yeah, there's a Netflix original coming out. It might be it might be three Sundays from now because I think it's coming out on the seventeenth or something. But um, well, and that one's about um, that one's about a man of God. Uh, I think it's called the Man of God, um, which uh, I think is going to be an interesting. Um, not satire. Satire is satire is fun. Is jokes, isn't it? Is um, what do you call it? Commentary on on um, the religious. In, in Nigeria. I, I think that's going to be fun. Um, some parts of the trailer are really interesting. Some parts aren't my favorite, but um, until then, but uh, we'll, we'll put up a poll for which what we're watching next next week. Um, but thanks everybody for coming. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. You said deadly proposal, right? Um, I think it's third week. I think it's coming out on this uh, uh, 16th or 17th, something like that. So it'll be that, it'll be um, that time. Okay. So, thank you, everybody. Sorry about, I don't, I don't actually want all men to bend the mail. I just want to, I want to say that. Okay. <laughs> so, people Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> I realized I said that you're all born in love, so I'm like, nah, I don't want nobody to burn now. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the episode. If you enjoyed listening and would like to join live, just follow us on Twitter at Iroko Critic and join us every Sunday, 6 p.m. West African time on our spaces.